Welcome back to JB Sports Podcast. Today is Friday, November 20th, and I'm just going to get right into it. Usually I start off these podcasts talking about the college football games that happened this past weekend, but I can truly say that I not, did not watch too many of these those games just because there are plenty of games that were canceled by COVID. Most of them were the good ones, including Ohio State, which definitely hurt me. So I could, but I will say that something did come out of this weekend having a lot of canceled games. So for the two conferences with the lack of games between the Big Ten and Pac-12, Big Ten only having eight games scheduled and Pac-12 only six, they did start a new rule for both. The Big Ten started a rule that if you have multiple Big Ten games that are canceled due to a specific team uh, of each of multiple games testing positive for COVID, the teams that are still testing positive and are still able to play can potentially schedule a game between each other. That is a good thing just because you want to keep giving these players opportunities to play, especially if their team is still testing positive and doing the right things. Not testing positive, testing negative. As long as they're still doing the right things and they're still able to play, you want to at least have a chance for them to still get these opportunities to play, even if it's not against the team that they were supposed to play at the beginning of the week. So, it's a good thing to see. And I will say with the Pac-12, they pretty much have the same thing going, but theirs also goes into non-conference games. So, they could potentially play somebody not within their conference as long as the team that they play can be at the same testing standards as the, as the team that, that is trying uh, as the Pac-12 obviously. And then that team that team would also have to go to the Pac-12 and play whatever wherever place it is it would have to be a home game for whoever's in the Pac-12. And then the game would also have to be on either Fox or ESPN being that's the television partner that the Pac-12 usually deal with. So if nothing else, this weekend has kind of got brought in a good rule, so potentially these teams can still schedule games to be played, even if there is a team that gets hit with with COVID. So, if nothing else, that that is that is a good thing that came out of last weekend with so many cancellations. There's only two games I wanted to talk about this coming weekend, just because due to more games being canceled as well as games not being interesting in the first place. First game I wanted to talk about is number nine Indiana versus number three Ohio State. Obviously, me being a homer, this is a big game for me. Two top ten teams playing against each other. Nobody really saw Indiana coming as of the start of the season, but they've really come up and played some big teams. I won't say that these those teams haven't really proven to be good. They played Indy, uh, they played Penn State, and they played I think Michigan. I think they pretty much beat the crap out of both. So. I don't think Indiana really have played a, any powerhouse teams, but they beat teams with great names. So I think we'll prove it this weekend when they when both teams play each other. The only problem I do see is that Indiana's quarterback is really throwing the football around the football field well. But I will also say is that Ohio State's defensive backs have been hearing literally for two weeks now about how much they've struggled. So hopefully they will come out with a good game plan and we'll have their heads on heads on fire ready to play this game improve all these people say all these people saying that the Ohio State defense probably isn't as good as it was last year so even though they probably are they don't have as much defensive uh their front seven isn't as dominant as it once was a year ago so it doesn't necessarily help out the back end as much as they probably had last year 
But I do think that Ohio State just keeps putting in talent. So I just I don't believe there is a drop in talent. I think it's just they just need more snaps and they're gonna do better and better as the weeks go along. Maybe this week they'll be able to put a full game together and show how dominant Ohio State can be. Because really they still haven't put a full a full game's worth of just dominant game together yet. And I fear I fear for everybody else once they once they figure out how to do it. And then the other which I and honest honestly I will say Ohio State will win this game. I don't fear Indy, even though I like I did bring out that one fear that I had, but I don't fear Indiana's defense at all. I really don't. Not against not against Justin Fields and our wide receivers. So Ohio, I do think think Ohio State's gonna win that game. And then the other game I wanted to talk about, another Big Ten game. It's a big one. Uh Wisconsin playing Northwestern. Uh, Wisconsin being ten, Northwestern nineteen. So it is another top twenty five matchup. Northwest uh, Wisconsin has only played two games this year, so they've kind of been under the radar. Even though when they've played, they've played really well. And then Northwestern also undefeated, played really well as as well this season. So but between those two playing, and obviously I think between these two teams, whoever whoever wins will most likely represent the Big Ten West in the uh, Big Ten championship game. So it definitely will be nice for people to see maybe what who Ohio State will be playing in the Big Ten Championship game, as long as it happens. Then, next thing I'm going to talk about, I'm going to recap some of the NFL games this past weekend. Maybe not all of them, but I will talk about the ones that interested me the most. And I will start off with... Steelers and the Bengals. Uh, Steelers beat the Bengals 36-10. I think this Steelers game was probably the most complete that they've played so far. This was coming off of them playing the Cowboys. Had a little bit of a scare for the Steelers defense and the offense not picking up as well in the beginning of the game. So they really came out and had a complete game. Made Joe Burrow look human even though he's been balling all season. So they really had a great game. So it was really nice to see. They're still undefeated. And then also... Their defense will be able to come out and make a statement again that they are still one of the better defenses in the league. Next, you got the Browns and the Texans. Browns beat the Texans 10-7. to It honestly was a like a real bad game for the most part. And the other team kind of played their best. Baker Mayfield couldn't really throw the football around at all. But it was just one of those, the, the defenses played really well. It was a really windy day as, as well, so... You can't really go too far on looking at these quarterbacks just because it was the conditions were not great when it came to throwing the football. So can't take too much away from it. The Browns did manage to hang on to that game, though, because the old Browns were finally to lose that. So that's impressive for the Browns. They're still able to win these tight games that aren't necessarily going all the way their way. So, you know, that's all I got to say on that. Next, you got the Lions playing the Washington football team. Lions win this game. I will say that the Washington football team kept it as close as possible throughout the game. I think the, it took the Lions to hit a last-second field goal to win this game. I don't know if it says more about how bad the Lions can be or how good the Washington football team is trying to play. Who knows, but I'm not going to be the guy to try to make that make that guess because I don't want to be wrong on that. Next, you got the Packers playing the Jaguars. Again, win played a huge factor in a lot of games this past weekend. But Packers managed to pull it out with their defense, and the Jaguars not playing as well. 
24 to 20. I don't know if I already said the score, but 24 to 20 Packers won this game by Aaron Rodgers still had a decent day, 325 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. And you know, when you have a guy, when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he manages to pull it, figure it out for the most part as long as he's protected and the Jacksonville Jaguars defense isn't that great. So, he was protected, he managed to figure it out. Packers won the game. Next you got the Eagles and Giants. Eagles keep wanting to look terrible, which led to a Giants win. Giants won 27 to 17. Like I said last week, the Giants have managed to be one of the harder playing football teams in in the league, even though they don't have a lot of wins on them. They're playing with a lot of pride. Uh, I, I believe they potentially could win the NFC East. And that's crazy to say because the way this is looking, six or seven game wins might win this, win this, win this, uh, not, not conference, but division. Honestly, there's going to be an automatic loss in the playoffs, especially when they're against whoever they play in the NFC playoffs. But, you know, it just sucks when you see a team, when you see a division as bad as this one is. Seven or eight wins might might do it, and they end up having a home playoff game. So you know it's just kind of weird that way. I wish they would do reseeding based on record, just because winning your conference is important. But when your conference is as bad as they are, it's hard to it's hard to justify. I can say that for sure. Next, you got the Buccaneers destroyed the Panthers forty six to twenty three. Honestly, not much to say about this game. Buccaneers pl- came out and played a great game offensively and defensively the Panthers did hold on for a little while there but Teddy Bridgewater did get hurt in this game I think it was just kind of Buccaneers just kind of leaned on them with their with with uh their rushing offense I think that Ronald Jones their uh, running back had 192 yards rushing so Buccaneers just kind of leaned on them with all their talent and the Panthers kind of finally had to buckle so you know nothing much to say on that except one team is much more talented than the other Next, you got the Raiders that beat up on the Broncos, 37-12. to Honestly, there's not much to say other than the Raiders are the much better built team. And it just sucks to see the Broncos don't may probably don't have the quarterback of their future, even though they just drafted one in Drew Locke. He hasn't been playing well, and there's honestly no excuse for it. He's, he's had moments that he's kind of shown some flashes, but they just haven't been able to put it all together yet. Next, you got the Dolphins and Chargers. Dolphins 129-21. Game was quite close. Tua played well. Herbert play also played well. But if, again, with that Dolphins having the better defense, it kind of just turned their way. Having it, Again, shows that the, the better built teams are usually the ones that win as long as everything goes right. So, Dolphins win. Next, you probably got the game of the week. Cardinals beat the Bills 32-20. And that was after a... Last second Hail Mary by Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins had to ju- had to get a catch with pretty much three defenders in his face. And he managed to get that catch. It was a pretty close game otherwise. And it just took a little bit of magic by Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins. It, I think it was a great catch. But I think an even better throw because Kyler was kind of had to he had to evade defenders and run to the his left at being a righty quarterback and be able to make that throw for like 40 or 50 yards down the field. It was a really nice throw and a, a, a pretty good catch as well. So probably one of the catches of the year, and it was a, it was a great game to watch. Next, you got the Rams beat the Seahawks 23-16. to It just sucks because the Seahawks just couldn't stop a nosebleed when it comes to 
comes to their defense at all, man. Is their defense is not that great. I get they they're gonna make plays and they're gonna get better throughout the season. I hope if they're gonna end up being a playoff team to be to be reckoned with, but you know it's just a it's a game you would like to see their defense start to get better and it hasn't happened as of yet. The Rams have uh again they're a pretty well built team. They're running the football well, and when they're running the football well, Jared Goff manages to do well as well. So I said well a lot of times there, but. With everything working right, the Rams are a pretty good team, and they should be a team to be reckoned with if their team is going at all as uh, clicking at all cylinders. Next, you got the Saints beat up on the 49ers, 27 to 13. Honestly, the biggest news coming out of that game was that Drew Brees managed to get a few broken ribs and a punctured lung. So that's what one of those things that they're going to have to worry about. I think Drew Brees is going to be out for at least three to five weeks because of it. So next, next thing you know, you got Jameis Winston that's going to be playing for the Saints for the next couple weeks at quarterback, I think. So hopefully he can hold on the fort until Drew Brees gets back. And I think this will also help save his arm as well because you can kind of tell that they were throwing a lot of underneath passes. So with Jameis back there, still a young spry guy that can still throw the ball all over the football field. So as long as he's not throwing it to the other team, I think the Saints will keep keep going along pretty easily. And then we got a couple games left. Next was the Patriots playing the Ravens. Patriots won that game 23 to 17. Let's be honest, we there were crazy conditions. It was pretty much a monsoon all night. But I will also say is that it's another big game against a te- against a well-coached team that the Ravens couldn't pull off. I don't know if it, you could say it's more because of the elements or more because of Bill Belichick having a good game plan against them, but Patriots won, Ravens lose another big game. I don't know. You can make that decision for yourself as to what that means. And then last but not least, Vikings beat the Bears on Monday Night Football, 19-13. The Vikings are just really running the football quite well. They didn't really do as well against the Bears defense. Obviously, being the Bears defense, they don't really uh, allow a lot of rushing yards. But I will say that Kirk Cousins came through and made the passes he had to through a couple touchdown passes, didn't turn the football over. So at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins had that monkey on his back for not winning Monday night football games. He pulled one off, and that's all that you can say. He did what he had to do to win. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. First, I will, t- and then now I will talk about this upcoming week's games. Obviously, there was today is Friday, so there was a game last night. That game was between the Seahawks and Cardinals. And the Seahawks won that game 28-21. to Russell Wilson came out, did not throw a lot of picks. He, heck, I don't think he had, he didn't have an interception. So, Russell Wilson had a clean game against Kyler Murray. And that Seahawks defense managed to make a few plays here or there that managed to pull off the victory. And I just said earlier that as long as the Seahawks can make make the plays defensively when they need to be opportunistic uh, that they can potentially win games, especially with that offense that they have. And that's what they exactly what they did. Kyler Murray did hurt his shoulder at the beginning of the game though. It didn't look like it was like season ending, but it was something that was bothering him throughout the game. So I will say that that probably did have an impact, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to win the game and the Seahawks did it. Cardinals couldn't manage to pull it off, especially after that big win last week. So, that's all I got to say about that game. And now I will turn to 
previewing this upcoming uh, slate of football games this weekend for the NFL. And I'll just go through and like kind of pick my winners. First, you got the uh, Steelers and Jaguars. They play at 1 o'clock. Uh, I do pick the Steelers to win this game. Jaguars are still, even though they're playing well, I do see the Steelers' defense just suffocating that Jaguars' offense. That isn't that great. And with the game that Big Ben had last week, I really do think that will start to propel them to their offense into playing a lot better. I do want to see them run the football a lot better, though. So hopefully they can start to get that going against this Jaguars' defense. That isn't great. And uh, that's that's what I think on that. So I think Steelers do win it comfortably, even though they're not great at winning games comfortably this season. Next, you got the Browns and Eagles. I do expect the Browns to win this game just because the Eagles are just playing so terribly, especially after losing the Giants last week. Carson Wentz is just finding more and more ways to play badly, and it just sucks to see after he got his money and it's making everybody question him because I do think he is a talented player, and I do think a lot of injuries are having an impact, but... When you're paid like like he is, like you got to be the guy to make everybody better. He's not doing it, so just something he's gonna have to deal with. Uh, hopefully, they get healthy and maybe get better, but I just don't see it happening this season. They'll just they'll probably have to start fresh next season because uh, this season is probably a watch for the Eagles. Next, you got the Falcons and Saints. I did say that uh, Jameis Winston would be starting for them, but it turns out that. They are going to have a different starting quarterback, and that is going to be Taysom Hill. The Taysom Hill has been the kind of gadget guy. He did play quarterback when he was in college, and when he he did sign a new deal this past offseason, he was pretty much guaranteed that he would start at some point after Drew Brees is done, and I guess Taysom Hill is getting his first shot. I do believe he does have a short leash, though. If he starts to struggle, they will put Jameis in. But it just kind of goes to show that uh, they're trying to honor their word to Taysom when they signed him this past offseason. It does show uh, uh, show some show some uh, loyalty, but I do think that Jameis is probably the better quarterback between those two. But got to stick with the Saints. Saints, have, they have a good organization. Sean Payton's a great coach, so if he decides to put Taysom Hill in there, they must have a good reason. I do see the Saints winning this game just based on their defense, even though that Falcons have been playing better as of late. I just I just don't see the Falcons doing enough to beat the Saints even without even without Drew Brees. Next you got the Bengals playing the Washington football team. I do see Joe Burrow coming back and playing a big game, especially after getting a uh, getting beat up on by the Steelers. I just don't see Washington having the firepower offensively to keep up to keep up with Joe Burrow and their offense as they've been playing as of late. Bengals all the way. Next you got the Lions and Panthers. I do you expect the Panthers to win this game? They did get beat up on by uh, Tampa last week. But uh, as long... Actually, no. I'll, I'll pick the Lions, actually. With uh, their quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, being hurt, being the Panthers quarterback, I will pick the healthier team as of right now, and it seems to be the Lions. Plus, the Lions have been playing a tad bit better. They've been winning some of these closer games they haven't managed to win at the beginning of the season. So I'll pick the Lions to win that game. Next, you got the Ravens playing the Titans. I will pick the Ravens. The Titans have been kind of rolling downhill as of late. Even though the Ravens kind of haven't been too far behind them, but I do think they are a more talented team overall than the Titans are. So I'll pick the Ravens to win this game and try to keep up with the Steelers, who are still undefeated in uh, this season. Next, you got the Patriots playing the Texans. I will pick the Patriots to win that game just because of Bill Belichick. 
He's uh, still managing to try to piece that team together, with, especially with the Texans playing as bad as they are. Even though it would be hilarious for the Texans to get their third win of the season uh, on the Patriots. But I will say, Bill Belichick usually came through in these situations. As long as Cam doesn't turn the football over, I think the Patriots win this game. Next, you got the Browns and the... No, sorry. The Dolphins and the Broncos. Broncos, I mean, the Broncos are just playing really badly right now. Their offense hasn't managed to get clicking. So I will pick the Dolphins to win this game, just being a better overall team. Their offense is playing better with Tua now in there, and their defense is just so much better than the Bron- what the Broncos are able to deal with. So Dolphins all the way on that. Next, you got the Jets and Chargers playing each other. I will pick the Chargers to win this game just because the Jets are just still without a win and I just don't want to be the guy to choose the Jets to get their first win and be wrong so charges all the way on that next you got the Packers and Colts that will be a really good game I will pick the Packers just because they're playing in a dome at Colts in the Colts stadium and I just don't see with the note with conditions not being an issue I just don't see how the Colts are going to end up uh, stopping Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams so you know, there's nothing you can do on that. Next thing you got is the Cowboys and Vikings. I do pick the Vikings to win this game. They've been running the football a lot better lately, and I just don't see the Cowboys' defense stopping the Vikings from running the football all over them. And next, especially with Kirk Cousins playing a little bit better as of late, he will make the throws when he needs to, and uh, they'll get that win. Probably the game of the week is going to be the Chiefs and Raiders. The Raiders did give the Chiefs their first loss of the season a couple weeks ago, and the Chiefs are coming off a bye, so I, even though I do, the Raiders are a team with a good success, like plan against the Chiefs. They're able to run the football well, they're able to score well, but I will pick the Chiefs to win this game. They're coming off a bye. They're probably feeling pretty good. I do pick the Chiefs to win that game and split with the Raiders, so the Raiders won't be able to uh, catch up in that division. And last but not least, you got the Rams and Buccaneers. I will pick the. I'll pick the Rams. And the only reason I say that is because the Rams are running the football really well right now, and the Buccaneers are sometimes pretty susceptible to the run. And with, honestly, I think Jared Goff and Tom Brady are kind of playing very similarly this year. So I will pick the team that's a little bit better to build overall, especially on defense. I'll pick the Rams. And with that, I am going to end this podcast I do want to talk some basketball. They just had the draft couple uh, a couple nights ago, and they are going to start free agency, which which is a lot of craziness in the NBA. So hopefully next week I'll be able to talk a little more basketball, but I will end it off right here. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week.